Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. This is another welcome to another episode of Inspirato Projecto podcast. I had an extraordinary time last night at uh, last night's Yachtly Crew show. We played at Bombay Bar and Grill. We haven't been there in a while. We used to have a uh, residency there every Thursday. And uh, so we played last night there. First time in a long time. And it was packed to capacity. People who were coming in were telling us, were telling me that uh, there were lines down the street to get in here, in the, in, into the place. And uh, the only way that anybody could get in was if other people were let out. That was the only way. So it's just crazy to know that we sold out that place to capacity, which I think is like, from what I was reading, is around 250 people. So that was awesome. I'm on my way now. I had missed uh, a day of filming of Black Pumpkin for the Yachtly Cruise show. I'm on my way up to to do or uh, Black Pumpkin right now. I'm about uh, 15 minutes away, or I should say, the bus will leave in 15 minutes. So the mission here is to. Visualize my future self getting on that bus as I am walking to it. It's a few blocks away yet. Today's uh, today's scene I don't think involves any kids, which means we'll be able to um, go later, I believe. I'm thinking that if you have a, uh, if you have a, um, if you, if you're going to do a movie or a TV show with kids, um, under the age of, well, 17 or under, because, um, yeah, it, it, where I, I should say, yeah, if you're going to do a movie with kids who are 17 or under, um, you're going to need a set teacher for those guys. That's what they do. They, they make sure that you have to have a set teacher. So, um, 
something for that would probably, the ideal thing would be is if he had a large budget that could accommodate for, for that, for shooting those kids in those limited time frames. It also helps to have a, obviously, a, a storyboards. That, that's, that's obviously helpful. Storyboards, uh, all that stuff already set up. With this production, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants, and as I believe I stated before, even though a lot of stuff is happening last second, and you know it might make us a little little loopy, having to uh, dress a set really fast, or even have to find uh, like the other day we had that hockey stick we had to find, which was not in the uh, not in the scene. Uh, we had to run out and hurry up and get a hockey stick. So. I don't know to what extent. Uh, however, I can imagine that the art department would be getting blamed for a lot of, you know, a lot of it. So, I guess the idea is to try to be uh, stay on top of it as much as we humanly can. Uh, yeah, stay on it as, 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 as much as we can, especially with the idea of not really anticipating, not really knowing what, uh, what's going to come up next. We've dressed sets, decorated sets, that we were told would end up being, would be shot on one day and then turns out that they're not shooting that scene on that day but they need to shoot a different room that has to be dressed so we gotta scramble we gotta hurry up and dress that so as Lynch says he loves the happy accidents and the more I can embrace the more I can uh, take take that advice and and, uh, and utilize it. I think the easier things are gonna unfold and uh, the less stress will be involved. I think stress comes from the idea of the expectation. That idea that it's supposed to be one way um, and then there's that fear that if you don't do that, that specific way, it's just not going to maybe serve the vision or um, come, ac come across the way that it really needs to. Uh, however, the joy in uh, the joy in The joy in embracing that unknown, embracing the uh, 
the the things that show up unexpectedly by embracing those things and I, I suppose it takes a certain amount of just playfulness of just sort of pretending that it was part of the plan all along pretending can be another form of trusting I think so the idea is to obviously whittle away is to whittle away the uh, lack of flexibility. The idea is to accept that art of allowing, whittle away the resistance, and uh, just sort of em embrace whatever's coming your way and go, yeah, this is, this is part of the plan. All of, all of what comes to us unexpectedly is part of the plan. Isn't that a strange idea? It's a fun, fun one to adapt and adopt. All of the unexpected stuff is part of the plan. So if that's the case, if we embrace that unknown, embrace the, you know, when we embrace the great unknown, we we embrace everything, don't we? Because we're actually we're actually accepting uh, those moments in life that might not uh, match up to our vision, our original vision. It's the truest form of yes and, isn't it? Just accepting that and just seeing where it heads. So we have officially arrived at the at the bus stop, and uh, some dude over there's blasting his music so loud he wants to make sure everybody hears it. Let's see. Hopefully this thing can still run. If I open up another page, just want to take a quick glance at. Uh, let's see. Six minutes. All right, cool. We had it. We we have six minutes to spare. It's so funny that this dude's just sitting here, sipping on his vape, blasting his uh, his punk rock or whatnot at the bus stop. I guess if there is a place to do it, this is the place to do it, huh? What I love about the Yachtly crew shows is the people who show up time and time again. There's a, a woman, there's a, it's so funny, some folks pulling up 
to the bus stop here just just laughing, just giggling at the uh, at the dude blasting his punk rock music. <clears throat> So that's such a great feeling, knowing that these people love the show enough to want to keep coming out and being a part of it and adding their uh, their support, adding their adding their vision to it. There's a couple. I need to remember their names. There's a couple who are in, who met each other in an improv group, and they bring their friends with. They bring their friends with them, and or they've they've been bringing their friends with them, their fellow improv group folks. Which is fantastic, as I've said before. Improv is the root of true communication. I think it's, I think it's uh, a symbolic representation of how the the universe acts. Yes, and that's just the universe. That how that's how it is. Yes, expands. Yes, opens. Yes, stretches. Yes explores <coughs> yes and is a a way of building sprouting up from the unknown into the known you say I am a genius. The universe says yes. The person says, I am fat, stupid, ugly. People hate me. The universe goes yes. Geological Society to conceal the fact that Mount Rushmore is going to erupt, ushering in the end 
That was funny. I put the coins in. He goes, ah. It was awesome. So we are here now, safe on the bus. Going in for another day of greatness for Black Pumpkin. Can't wait to see how this is going to turn out. It's a rewarding experience all around. You get exercise. You get to test your patience skills. You get to meet all kinds of new people. You get to stare out 
the window as you're driving down the street. You get to stare out the window and just zone out. Just get to zone out in the space. felt my ideas the flashes of insight they're not my ideas they're they're you know they're the pre-existing ideas that I happen to have to just uh, am blessed with receiving my transmitter my transmitter dial I've always felt that these ideas were So he can hear them 
and ideally at that point either these ideas are made into projects or can be made into projects and my future self can dig into take action on it. When are you going to take action on this this bright idea? When are you going to take action? The person just keeps talking about it, talking. And I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of this too. I'm guilty of this too. Talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. And then someone else gets that. thought cloud is kind of floats around you. Are you going to do something with this? Are you going to do something with this? And I, I frequently visualize like it, it gives you sort of a time limit, so to speak. Even though, as we know, time doesn't exist. It kind of gives you this grace period of doing something with that idea before it floats on to someone else. Or heck, maybe, you know, so, okay, so by doing something with it, by diving into it, by giving it attention, it stays near you. I believe I've talked about this before. It's like the little dog or little animal or little kid. You keep playing with them, keep playing with them, they keep coming back to you. You throw the ball, the dog gets it, run, goes and gets it, runs it back to you. Now you got the ball again. It just wants to keep playing. If you don't give it attention, it's going to go find attention someplace else. Someone else is going to
anxiety, the worry, the fear comes from lack of trust in oneself, lack of trust in the evolution of an idea, the process of its manifestation into reality. That's where the that's where the anxiety, the worry, the discomfort, all that stuff. That's where that comes from. These folks just love talking loud on the bus. They love it. And sometimes if you're really lucky, they put on their speakerphone. So you can hear them talk about all their dirty laundry. My dream is to get out of the bus. Subway and... and hear someone talking loudly and even on the speaker about extraordinary, extraordinary things, amazing flashes of insight, dreams, serendipity, all of that magic, someone talking loudly about their deja vu experiences.
funny, there are a lot of critics out there. And I'd love to know how many of those critics are actually solving issues that they feel are an issue. Once I made the correlation between the thoughts and ideas I had for songs, movies, stuff like that, and seeing them get produced out there in the world, once I, you know, started making that correlation, I'm realizing, holy cow, I'm thinking of this and then I'm seeing it manifest in my reality experience, my reality awareness experience. seeing that uncanny product the more I realized I am in the driver's seat of my reality experience the more to my ideas, the more I followed through with them, the faster I got on them. It's so great because the universe is giving us this, hey, look at, here's what can happen when you, when you give attention to your ideas, when you believe in them, when you cherish them, appreciate them, give them respect. This is what, this is, this is a possibility of what can happen should you follow through with your ideas. Here are examples. And when that idea is something that hits home to us, <clears throat> resonates with us, it's so good to adopt and adapt of following through with intentions, taking action. I'm going to conclude this episode right now as I'm going to utilize this technique that I've been utilizing on and off for the past five years or so. For about three or 
three or four months there, I was doing it every day, and boy, oh boy, were my my synchronicities amplified. My magic was just whoo. It's big time, big time sorcerer. I was fully aware of the symbols and the omens and the signs that were speaking to me through everything. And in this exercise, it's something that Bashar, Bashar, Bashar is a spirit that is channeled by Daryl Anka. And it's quite interesting to check out what he what he's got going on in, in his videos and his seminars. I've been to a couple of them. There's a lady pulling out in front of us. She's really trying to get across. Oh, she made it. Looks like we made it. So this exercise called the transformative shifting cube transformative shifting cube there are or used to be two parts a video a two a video in two parts that explained it really well i don't know if they were taken down or not there is also a pdf out there that helps explain how you do this is a cube. There are two parts of this thing. One is a cube. It looks like a Rubik's cube. It's just a drawing. It, uh, it pops out at you. However, it's not. So it's not a connected cube. It's like a spiral, a cube of like, like a spiral of a cube. It kind of looks like a G. Um, and then on on top of it also is a series of circles. All very symmetrical and everything, and the idea, the idea is that you 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 look at the cube in a three-dimensional fashion, and you repeat four times. I desire to define my dedication to detachment. You say that four times. I desire to define dedication to detachment. So you say that so you say that whole phrase four times. And define. So your definition. What are your definitions? This could be about anything, about yourself, about the world you live in. Oh actually you go first, desire, desire. Okay, so desire. So what are your desires? You think about your desires. You follow you follow the line with your eyes if you're drawing it, drawing the cube with a, a mental pen or pencil, and that that is your eyeballs. You you draw it with your eye. You you, you look at it, you follow it all the way down in the middle. Desire, and you focus on desire. You get in the middle, you focus on desire. Just focus on desire. Focus on desire. I personally like to say my desires outside out out, out loud. I feel that there's power in the vibration of our words. So when I say my desires out loud, I say those out loud. I say them out loud and pour them through. It could be things that you want in your life, things that you don't want in your life, the things that you wish to persist. 
anything, anything, anything. And say, I, you know, I say those out loud when I'm in the middle, and then I follow that line with my eyes. And all the time, I'm imagining that cube is a three-dimensional thing. I'm imagining it's, you know, so when I, it's, it's popping out of me. So when I, when I, when I draw it with my eyes, so to speak, I'm drawing it as if it were three-dimensional. Follow the corner down. Oh, this edge comes out at me. Okay, now, now that goes back. Okay, okay, jip, 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 okay, now that goes back out of me. So, and then, oh, now that goes back. So, after you do that, after you do desire, follow that, follow it out with your eyes. Define, okay, what are your definitions? You think about what, how you define yourself, how you define your environment, all of your definitions. Preferably, they would be positive ones, things that reflect your highest, you know, your your highest intentions, your highest joys and passions. So define all those, follow back out with your eyes, go back in, uh, dedicate, dedicate, dedication, follow that down with your eyes, what are you dedicated to? Think about that, dedicated. You're staring at the middle of that cube, all the while retaining its three-dimensionality. Let yourself zone out. It's a quite great meditative exercise. You follow your, you know, follow that out after you see all the things you're dedicated to. And then detachment. What will you detach from? Follow follow your eyes down. Look at the middle. Detach from what are you detach from? All of your limited belief systems. Detach from you know, I'm detaching from poverty. I'm detaching from victimhood. I'm detaching from the feeling of lack of abundance, of detaching from, you know, all this stuff that does not serve you, detach from it, detach from it. Desire, that's when you magnetize it. Okay, so, so detachment, okay, you follow it all the way back out. Now, there's a second part of this. All that was the first part, second part of it. is a thing called the Enneagram circuit. Uh, you'll see the words, but you follow that with your eyes as well, starting at the right. You know, kind of, you kind of connect the dots with your eyes. You follow, follow, the, and there are certain things that you say. Um, you start, so you start at the middle, sort of go up to the right, down, left, up, over to the right, and then bam, down into the middle again. And there's a certain thing that you repeat as you do that. So you start at the middle, from the inner being, through sight, feeling, touch and sound, are manifested the paths, windows, and doors to the unknown, which always lead back to the inner being. So you do all that, and you tie it all up, you, you know, throw a little spice on there, and then watch what happens, watch the synchronicities, watch the... Watch the synchronicities. They, and you write them down. See, that's the thing is you want to write them down. Write them down. 
and uh, journal, also write down your dreams, all these things. You'll notice that as you write down your synchronicities, you will have synchronicities, you will experience synchronicities while you're, while you're writing down your synchronicities. They will be fractals of synchronicities. It will, it will explode your brain. So yeah, I gotta do, I'm gonna do my cue before I'm, I go into uh, Black Pumpkin today. Thank you for your patience. Thanks for listening. And keep that inspirato flowing. May you have lots and lots of astounding and beautiful circumstances arrive for you. CEC from Inspirato Projecto Podcast, signing out.